You're listening to Mind to Muscle. My name's Chantal. And I'm Meg. Whether you're tuning in from your bed, a walk on the treadmill, or your commute to work, we're so happy you're here. If you're back listening to us from our previous episode, or if it's your first time tuning into Mind to Muscle, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, episode 11, and this one's a big one. This is a huge one because we have our very first guest on. We're so excited. Um, He is someone that I have spoken about so much on all our previous episodes. So when Meg and I have been brainstorming on who to bring on and who we should start with, we figured my brother Justin is the perfect fit. So So ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome Justin. Hello, girls. <laughs> and maybe a few men. I don't know. Whoever you're reeling in, you got to advertise this for us. <laughs> um, we're just so stinking happy to have you here. And we've actually been hanging out for about three hours before <laughs> hopping on and recording. But it's been so fun. So, Oh, my gosh. We've been on a tangent for three hours about like any... Justin has such a cool outlook on health and fitness and obviously a bit different of one than we do because we're ladies and Justin's a man. Yeah. And it, it's funny because when Meg and I started this podcast, we were like, we are really just gearing our audience towards women. And it's just ironic that Justin's a man and he's our he's first, first guest. But, <laughs> but like you were saying, Meg, it's, it's just a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's cool for women to hear the male side too, right? Mm-hmm. And for any women listening to this that think they're not interested in the male side, Justin offers so much more than just the male side of fitness. Like, gender aside, his outlook and his perspective on things is really... Sorry, Chantal just picked up a tissue. I thought she was already crying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have a runny nose, so bear with me. (laughs) It's like, dang. (laughs) Imagine I'm so emotional. (laughs) No, he just has a really cool outlook on fitness, and it is so far from being to do with how he looks and so much more to do with, like, how he lives his life and... Yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to talk more about it, even though we've been talking about it for three hours. I'm so excited for everybody to hear about it. Yeah, I'm really excited too. So Justin, I hate to put you on the spot because you're like, I just want to have a normal conversation. But why don't you just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about um, how you got into fitness, how you got into fitness, who you are, how old you are, your lifestyle at home, like (laughs) all the things. Just introduce yourself a little bit. Well, I'm 32. I have a lovely wife. (laughs) <laughs> and two kids, yeah. a girl and a boy, uh, six and four. And I started fitness around when I was 13. Uh, my mom got my first gym membership. So cute. And uh, yeah. The rest is history. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but like also you've been into sports pretty much your whole life yes, too, which yes. is tied yeah. into fitness, but. Yeah, always been physically active. Yeah. And uh, my mom has a big part of that, you know, doing her home workouts at home Mm -hmm. and having our healthy meals every meal Mm -hmm. helped a lot. Yeah, definitely. And then you seriously got into the gym. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, go back. I'm so curious what you're doing at the gym at 13. I feel like that's so uh, young. Picking up the weights and putting them down. Uh, Walking around. My mom wanted to get me one as soon as I was legally able to get Mm -hmm. a gym membership. It was just at a local community center. And our friends liked it. And we always went on there for spares and all that kind of stuff. But I started really getting into it. right after my parents split up and we had a lot of 
family problems, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of deaths in our family, uh, heart-related, cancer-related, and it really scared the hell out of me. So Yeah, and you were around what? 21. Okay, yeah. So it was like over 10 years, 11 years ago. Do you remember what about everything that was going on in your family made like the the pivotal moment where you started looking into and researching and it was like uh a lot of our families just died suddenly like Mm -hmm. they weren't uh over a period of time it was uh heart attacks uh you know the heart failed and they just didn't wake up uh it was also friends it wasn't related to me but it just scared the shit out of me and I started researching a lot of it and sure enough it became preventable mm-hmm. a lot of it a lot of it yeah yeah and if it's not 100% preventable but you can take a percentage and bring it down why not absolutely right? so true yeah even just hearing that it's like you know not everything is preventable but if you can take a percentage of it yeah. and bring it down why but we not? had uh my grandfather our grandfather yeah. uh had a heart attack and his family doctor i believe brought us all in family from cousins from aunts uncles brothers sisters and we all had to do uh, a heart test yeah one of the stress tests yeah and uh if they had if we had any problems then they'll give us a call back and we were fine yeah Mm -hmm. but there was some family members that had problems and they just told us to look out for the obvious you know Mm mm-hmm And yeah, you were kind of like, okay, if I can prevent this from happening or that's such a proactive mindset, I feel like. Yeah. So I think it was one of our uncle's deaths Mm -hmm. that I went into really researching nutrition and fixing my nutrition part of it. So when I was in my 20s, I did not care about what I ate Mm -hmm. and I just drank whatever I drank and ate whatever I ate and started really researching the nutrition part of it uh basically anything that's cooked that's what i ate no processed foods or anything that's like grown or um yeah and that's very that's so interesting because nutrition is such a whole other universe you know yeah and um it becomes for me anyways it's such a complicated not complicated you're gonna you're looking at me justin (laughs) freaking has these eyes where he's like I've, I've talked about this before. When you say something's complicated or you complain about something, he's like, shut up. So that's what he was looking at me like because I know all he wanted to say is like, it's complicated because you're making it complicated. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? But to me, I find it more complicating, I should say, because there's so much information. Yes, there's... but it's too much information now. Like you go on the internet and there's one article that says this is good for you and then another one will say it's too bad for you. And unfortunately, you have to experiment for yourself. So is that, would that be your advice for someone who's like, okay, well, how do I know which route to go? I mean, well, that's what I loved about it when I first started is experimenting and seeing what your body does. And like a lot of people, it's sad to say, don't know their own body. Not at all. And, you know, simple things like for me, it's eating pizza or eating uh, high carb foods like pasta. I know I'm going to have to go to the poo. You know, <laughs> to the, the poo. poo. <laughs> I didn't know what to say there. <laughs> to hey, the poo. Know, but like, I know, twenty minutes, half hour later. Yeah, you're you like, know, whoop. Uh, 
and people just don't understand that about their body and right and oh my just, gosh i know none of this about my body yeah if you eat certain foods pay attention to what happens after it's just crazy how much happens and you know dehydration and yeah all that kind of stuff so i'm so curious what were you learning about nutrition when you were looking into it because we've only ever talked about getting into fitness for your mental health like yeah. we've never touched on truly what it Obviously, it's good for your body and the longevity of your life and like your health and all those things. But yeah, tell us more about like. Well, I wasn't more into like I'm not a nutritionist or anything. Yeah. But I got into like why are so many people worried about calories? Mm -hmm. What is a calorie? Nobody right. even knows what calories are. You're just, just told know. to look yeah. for them. So then, yeah. then you start finding out that there's good calories and there's bad mm -hmm. calories. And, like, everybody's so concerned about calories. Like, for almonds, for instance, there's so many calories in them, but they're good calories. Mm -hmm. And that blew my mind. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people that just don't understand. But it's not their fault 100% because we are told that this in schooling systems and all that stuff. And that's basically what happens. It's kind of scary, isn't it? Yeah. And you it's... get, like, grocery stores, you yeah. know, that put zero fat, fat yeah mm -hmm. right but then they put a lot of sugar in it so people just look at the zero fat mm -hmm. and don't look at the sugar content what Same is that calories. documentary that you live by like you love it so much and you would recommend it to everyone remember fat fiction fat fiction food, or something i forget what it is yeah we'll have to we'll have to look it up and <laughs> touch back on that but there is a documentary that you watched yes. and you said it totally like it changed my perspective flipped your yeah. switch in yes. nutrition you could say yeah. yeah so that's another thing that you guys brought up is flipping the switch mm -hmm. mine was when we had all the people die yeah. And it was six funerals in a year and a half I went to. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. It got to a point where Justin and I looked at each other when we got home from, I think it was our uncle's funeral, and we said, wasn't even joking, we probably just shouldn't put our outfits away. Yeah. Because it was constant. Like, someone else was. Like, it, it wasn't, it was wild. It yeah. was wild. It was, yeah. my mom's side had all the cancer issues, and my dad's side had all the heart issues. Yeah. And that's what was scary. Yeah. And then in that same time frame, we lost our really good friend, John, who we've talked about on this podcast yeah. before, too. And you and him had a really close bond because of fitness. Yeah. So. Yeah. He was all about the gym and mm -hmm. and how much it helped him get through the cancer stages. And Yeah. Like all yeah. those terrible, terrible times. It's like if he didn't go to the gym, I now wonder, would he maybe have passed away sooner like with the cancer you know what i'm saying yeah. because he kept his mind so sharp and so positive yeah that i do believe it kept him here a little longer Abs i would mm -hmm. think yeah. it has to that's what i believe that has sure. to have played yeah. into it yeah definitely um but we were talking about before we started recording how so you said your flip switched around 21 right yeah and you're 32 now so you got into it before it was like we all know we can find information about calories like this like it's yeah. fitness is almost a trend now like yeah yeah people, it definitely is yeah like, i always tell chantelle when i first went to the gym everybody was wearing beer shirts that you got from <laughs> no like, way two fours yeah <laughs> yeah like like and, crappy and, the yeah, irony. Dad shorts and you know everybody just didn't care what they look like nobody's flexing in the mirror nobody's doing any of that it was just hardcore sweat tears working out and that's what i was surrounded by mm -hmm. and you 
when you started going, um, like really started going, yeah. you started going to a good life in um, a quite a quite a busy gym. Yeah. It was a pretty busy gym, and you would go at like what Meg and I would be terrified to go at, yeah. like five thirty p.m. Mm-hmm. And that's just how you started. You just went then because that was your only time to go. Yeah. And um, there was a time where I asked you. Like, do you experience gym anxiety? And you were like, you have no hesitation. We're like, no. And I'm like, what What the hell do you mean? No. Well, because when, in my opinion, I think everyone does at that time. But well, when you go to the gym every day at that time, you just don't know that there's any other time that is not busy, right? Yeah, that's you know? true. So yeah. I've always thought that's the way gyms work. Yeah, um, and I guess, too, like, you starting at a time where no one really cared what they looked like, no, no. one cared what they were wearing. No. It's like you... Like, Instagram just started, but, like, the fitness wasn't a thing. Right. So, like, you would go on Instagram, and it wasn't really fitness anything. Yeah, yeah. But then I, I started uh, following people from the gym, and they're motivating you, and you're motivating them, yeah. and it just became a whole thing. Man. So what were you doing for your workouts? Like, were you researching that yourself, too? Just Yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh, so... I'll go back to when I was just doing nutrition stuff and I always went to the gym before I started going, you know, when my deaths happened and stuff. But, uh, when I started going regularly, I didn't look at a workout program or anything. I just followed my nutrition, hardcore, you know, just eating meat and rice. And that's so interesting. So your nutrition took priority at this time. Yes. Okay. So Whereas we're so different. Mm-hmm. Then, right? mm-hmm. then, after a year or two years, whatever it was, my body started changing just by changing my nutrition. Hmm. And then when you start seeing results in, in the gym, you see you start, certain muscles get bigger, certain muscles get smaller. Then you get start tweaking it. Mm-hmm. And how do you tweak it? Certain workouts that you do. So then that's when I started really focusing on my working out and my looks because now it's becoming addicting you know yeah it's part of your routine now yeah so now you can focus on like recomposition what's it called recomping your body yeah yeah yeah. but i think something important that you said there was it after one to two years you started noticing your body change bam baby like (laughs) that i feel like it took me a year to notice night and day changes like obviously like in your own head you start thinking that you're looking different in some areas but people i I still have people message me saying, like, how can I get my butt bigger in eight weeks? I'm not a personal trainer, so I really can't. Yeah. I've hired a personal trainer. That's why, like, I'm seeing progress. But that's not possible. And people still think, like, I thought that that idea had been diminished. But I think that's just because I'm so far into understanding how it works. But people still believe that, like, four, six, eight weeks, you can transform your body. And that's what's scary because when someone is trying their best and doing so well for four to six weeks and don't see a drastic change they give up well they say three months is the sweet point. spot yeah mm. is so after three months people don't see results they give up interesting yeah which is interesting to me because wouldn't it be a habit at that point that no. you already want to go that's what they say after three months then it becomes a habit oh that's what you're right. okay gotcha yeah. so if you if you are at the three month part and you're looking in the mirror and you're like well i don't see any freaking difference i might as well go eat like shit and yeah. not work out that's why when i started the gym too there was a lot of commercials on tv like commercials yeah. so there's not even commercials yeah. anymore <laughs> before Sorry. the netflix days you yeah. know 
and there was a uh, 20-minute ad machines, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they had those little crunch machines that people would do at home. And I know these commercials. Oh, my mom had, like, every Carmen Electra DVD that there was. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Yes. People, that was it. It was a two weeks, two weeks this, two weeks that. Fuck that. It's Literally. scary, eh? Yeah, Isn't yeah. that scary? Yeah. And, again, I'm grateful that we're now becoming more aware and more knowledgeable like all these things like technology is at our fingertips like research is at our fingertips everything like that I'm I'm so lucky we're living in that world Mm -hmm. I feel sad for people who truly believe yeah that they can get a flat stomach in two weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be a big bum whatever but it's almost sometimes to demise because you like selective information like if you're looking for something in particular like you'll find an article that tells you that you can spot reduce body fat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's way too much there's biased, resources. Yeah, there's biased ways of looking up yeah. things, right? Yeah. It's, sometimes you'll look up so- something that True. will... Yeah, I that see what you, you guys are saying. Is, yeah. That yeah, you want to see. Yeah. Like you'll miss every article that tells you it's not possible and find the one... Yeah, yeah and you'll that, go with it. Yeah, and you're like, oh, no, no, but I, I, I did read this, so I know that like... <sighs> True. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, there's yeah. so many procedures out there that like promise spot reducing body fat. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. So yeah, you'll, you'll take in whatever information you want. So it's almost like for some people to a demise that there's yeah. that much resources available. Very true. Very, very, very true. Well, people don't want to hear that how much hard work it actually is. That's it. And oh. they, they don't want to go through it. They just, they just want to hear, you know, I, I always got criticized when I first changed, you know, like. Eat, having my protein shakes and eating all my meals and everybody would criticize me but it was like when my body changed those people are the ones that come up and ask you how did you do it right and then you tell them all those meals that you ate all those times that you went to the gym and they don't want to hear that mm-hmm. or they, they laugh want, they want to hear something that was easy yeah. and they know? laugh and they're like oh yeah. well that's good because i couldn't do that yeah so oh, good for yeah. you because i couldn't do that it's yeah. like, but you could you can't do that yeah and justin to be fair, like just to let everyone know that who can't see you right now, you used to be like a really, really skinny guy. Yeah, I was 138 when I graduated high school and now I'm 166. And like, so, and it was pure muscle. Pure muscle. So I, yeah. I've, uh, I'm sitting around 13% body fat. And like before I was, Whoa. you know, before <laughs> I was like under 10, but like really skinny. There was no. Really, really skinny. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you're not tall by any means. I know no. Meg's face. I wish yeah. everyone could see that's Meg's face. Thirteen percent body fat. That is so low. That's great. And like in a very healthy way. It's like Justin highest, is it's very the highest it's ever been. Right really? Now. That's yeah. crazy. So like that's why I like listening to you guys. It's Chantel has the same perspective as me. Yes. I was always skinny and like no matter what I ate, just wouldn't gain weight. Mm-hmm. Sure enough it was just clean meals. Mm-hmm. It didn't I could eat McDonald's or whatever and I wouldn't gain the weight because I would just shit it out. <laughs> you know, he goes true. for the poop. For yeah. the poop. <laughs> for the it, it's the clean meals that get me gaining weight. Yeah, it's so it, it's, the proper weight. Well, I know, and that Healthy and that's weight, yeah. the yeah. thing, right? Like, and I'm sure I don't know. You've probably dealt with the same comments. Like, it's different because I work in a very customer service based. Yep job whereas you don't which is which can be very good in some senses because i've gotten so many comments where it's like oh you're so lucky you like i wish that was my problem you want to gain weight oh gosh i only wish i wanted to gain weight and i'm like screw you man you actually don't because i'm remember the times i'd call you and be like i don't know if i can physically eat another meal and you would say chantal literally you have to 
gag. You have to force yeah. yourself to eat. You will gag for the first two it, weeks. It doesn't. And you'll seem, get over it. It doesn't sound healthy. That's like what that, I mean. Like, <laughs> I I did have to force myself to eat a lot of food. I know. And then now to this day, like seven years later, when I started that program, I am still eating the same meals that I was gagging. Years at the ago. beginning, yeah, and you're not gagging anymore. No, that's no. great. Yeah, you well, I actually <laughs> want more food. Right, right. you build yeah. that appetite yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, and that's... then I didn't really notice it until we would go to family dinners, <laughs> and I would go to the gym in the morning, whatever, and go to Easter dinner, and then I would be starving, mm-hmm. and then I would just eat all the food. And then, sorry guys, but now, but now I, I wait till everybody's done you do. and get their seconds. And then I go after and get the leftovers. Yeah. Right? And I didn't realize how much I was eating until I was surrounded by people that don't really lift weights all the time. Yeah. Right? I feel the same. Like I talk yeah. to people, they'll just, Oh, I only had like a donut this morning. And I'm like, how it's 6 PM. <laughs> how have you made it through the whole day on one donut? Like I would have eaten my dog by now like my dog (laughs) truly though i know it's yeah you do build an appetite after like forcing yourself to eat a little bit i know it doesn't sound really great to some people hearing us talk about force feeding but but if you want to gain weight or lose weight then you have to go dramatically so that's why i wanted to get people to the point where they didn't have to do that you know, like to lose 50 pounds or whatever, because if you want to lose 50 pounds, you're going to have to go hardcore dieting, hardcore gym, and you're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to like it. That's another like thing. It. It's like people need to understand you're not going to really like it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like people are waiting for it to get good. Yeah. And I feel like we've talked about this so much that mm-hmm. like it shouldn't get easy and it shouldn't get comfortable. Like you just train your brain. That's right. But, like, it's always supposed to be hard. Like, that's yeah. what working out is. Exactly. It, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so when people criticize, you know, how hard it is or how little you've done or whatever, it's just a great reward at the end, seeing your body. And yeah, I love that. It's true. One interesting thing that you were talking about earlier, Justin, was the two different groups of people that you hang around. So you've got your friends that you see on the weekend that yeah. – the weekend's like your time off after the week's over. You're eating, you're drinking beer with your friends and like eating junk food and stuff. But then the people at work are only ever seeing you eat like chicken and rice or whatever it is. Yeah. And w- your friends think you don't have to do anything to look the way that you do. Yeah. And everybody at work thinks that like you've never seen a chip in your life. Yes. And it's so interesting the different perspective that you're talking about. It, it is funny. It's just like the people who you hang around with at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And my friends, they, they know what I do. Yeah. They, they know I go to the gym. They know I eat all healthy and stuff, but they don't see it, mm-hmm. right? And then they see me have all my vitamins and they see me do all that kind of stuff. But when uh, I inhale like a bag of chips in 15 <laughs> minutes mm-hmm. and then I have like hamburgers and hot dogs and a couple beers and then they're like, of course you can eat all that. I'm like, I can eat all this because I burned all the calories at the gym earlier, right? And a lot of people just criticize, you know, or they're jealous or whatever. But my, the people at work, they just don't see me have a bag of chips. They don't see me have a pop. They don't see me eat anything else besides my chicken, rice, and my water. Mm -hmm. So it's it's pretty crazy. And those people kind of make comments to you when you fill up your water jug again. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they're like, 
why, how could you drink so much water? Don't you have to piss every five minutes? I'm like, no, we sweat it out at work, you know. <laughs> but they just have their coffee in the morning and maybe a sip or two of water through the whole day. And it just blows my mind how they can just do that all day. And some people I actually see on lunchtime, we only get a 15-minute lunch, but they don't eat lunch at all. Wow. Yeah. You guys only get a 15-minute lunch? Yeah, we get a 10-minute break and a 15-minute lunch. In an eight-hour workday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are we getting into some legal talk here? So Holy smokes. Yeah, HR. I just want to talk. My 10-minute uh, break, I'll have three hard-boiled eggs, banana, and a Nutri-Grain bar. And then on my 15-minute lunch, I'll have a chicken breast with rice and a granola bar after. And okay, let's talk about that. You yes. mentioned earlier, it was so cool to hear you say this because I really want to try to do it, actually. It's amazing. You were saying, because it's hard to sometimes, Meg and I were saying, this is what it was. <laughs> Sorry, we had like an aha <laughs> moment. And I was like, shoot, there was something I wanted to touch on. Anyways, it was because I was relating to Meg and saying to her and trying to get her on my side, telling like saying how hard it is to get my protein in. And Justin looked at us and goes, it's only hard because you're making it hard. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, damn, okay, you're right. But you were saying you have your certain amount of chicken breast and rice yes. at lunch. And that is your intake that you need yeah. for your day. Yeah. So you eat it all and you can't have your granola bar until you're done. It's like your reward. Yes. It's and a treat. It, yeah, I, I came with that in my head for, with the kids, like having two kids now at home. You know, you don't get your treats until you eat your dinner. <laughs> yeah. Well, why would I preach that to my kids and not do it to myself, right? My granola bar is my treat. I love this so right? much, yeah. And I have to finish my chicken and rice before I have that granola bar, right? So true. Yeah. So you true. are like the epitome of practice what you preach. Yeah. Like everything yes. that you say that you do for your kids is like... Yes, you don't do it just cuts. Like there's a reason behind everything yeah. that you're, yeah. And as a parent now, you try learning how to uh, demonstrate instead of telling. Mm -hmm. So I've learned that you can sit there and tell a kid this and that, and this is healthy for you. You should work out when you're older, you know, but I don't do that. If you were 300 pounds saying that, what, yeah. Emma and Jackson, who are your kids, are going to look at you and be like, well, I'm not going to freaking work out. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. So just being the example is just a, the best thing in the world. It it's is. like mm -hmm. I go to the gym when they go to bed and yeah. they see me pack my gym bag before bed and they know, daddy, are you going to the gym? I say, mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. So I make sure they know. Mm -hmm. And we brought them to the daycare there before and they seen what people are doing. And their mom, my wife works in the base, works out in the basement and they see what she's doing. Mm -hmm. and, and she's also like, strong yeah and she's just the best like she she doesn't make excuses either no like, it's a really cool dynamic to see like even if jackson or emma wake up early like she'll bring them to the basement and continue her workout yeah. while they're just there and right they, ha they have little weights in the basement and yeah. they work out with mommy yeah it's amazing you know? and, and just like being the example for your kids just is a big thing yeah, so, it is. And they deserve to have parents that are healthy enough to run around with them and, and play with them and stuff too, 100%, right? 100%. 100%. And they know when to have their healthy snacks, like in the morning times, you know, and then before breakfast, or they know healthy yeah. snacks before lunch. And when we get home from school, every kid's hungry after school, but mm -hmm. they have to have hung or healthy snacks because, you know, you got dinner coming up, mm -hmm. you know. And we've learned, like, you obviously see, they go to the grandparents or whatever, they have the unhealthy snacks, and then yeah. they, they're home for dinner, and they don't eat their dinner, Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. 
It's crazy. It is so cool for your daughter to have your wife as an example. Like, it's great for the boys, too. But it is so much easier for boys to get into the gym, I feel like. Totally. But for your daughter to see her eating and working out and not having, like, there's this this meme going around right now of almond moms. I don't know if you guys have like mm-hmm. seen that. It's people just like making jokes of like, oh, I had an almond mom growing up. And it's just like people making fun of how some moms used to like not like it was a, it was a trend kind of when we were younger too to not eat very much. You know right. what I mean? Oh, like for sure. there were a lot of like, and the, the joke is just that they're called almond moms because yeah. they would give you barely anything. Like yeah. I didn't have an almond mom. <laughs> like my mom fed us great and like we were good and everything. We didn't grow up like that. But to have a female figure for her to look up to that isn't starving herself that isn't concerned about being 100 pounds or less at all times and like moves her body and has muscle and she's strong like I feel like that's going to be so good for your daughter's confidence like she's Mm. going to do so well I feel like because of that because she has that role she already makes comments does she oh yeah what does she say just like how mommy's strong and she works out all the time Mm -hmm. do either of them talk about wanting to because I know Link and Logan, they like they both like going on runs and stuff with you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just crazy what they see. They just end up doing. Yes, you know, course. like yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. Like Vanessa sent me, Justin's wife has sent me videos of Jackson, who's their younger son. Like he's so little, he'll be like yelling at her in the basement, telling her not to stop working out. Like don't stop, <laughs> don't stop. And it's like, are you kidding? That's so yeah. it's so great. But and we had that with our mom, like yep. doing the home workouts. You yeah. know, the videos, Tybo or Tebow Tybo, or whatever I think it was. was. You know, what? it was it's it's cool. It and was, uh, it was quiet time, and mom had to work out. Yeah. And that probably helped us out. Absolutely, right it now. did. When you think right. about it, it yeah. implemented so many healthy habits into our lives, and. Um, growing up, like mom followed Weight Watchers very strictly and it helped her so much and it helped her implement healthy habits through her whole house. And, uh, yeah, it was really great. Really great. (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah. Do any, do either of your kids though talk about like aside from like wanting to work out, not just like, Oh, mommy's strong and daddy's strong. Oh yeah. They definitely, yeah. They want to do it. Yeah. Like we, we have weights downstairs Mm -hmm. and they practice and that's so cool. My daughter's into karate right now. Really? So she's doing good, man. Push ups, sit ups, all that kind of stuff. She's doing push ups. Oh yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. (laughs) That's so cool. So that's so badass. Yeah. So that teaches her a lot of discipline too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it just builds so much self-confidence. Like, she's just yeah. going to feel so good about herself. Yeah. Yeah, it's so great. It's such a healthy thing to bring along with your children. Like, it's, yeah. it's cool. Just keeping them in activities just helps yeah. out a lot. Um, So, something you were telling us too, Justin, which was super interesting and mind-blowing to me. And it may, I don't know, it may confuse some people or it may blow their minds like it did to Meg and I. But you went for your massage a few weeks ago. And he was asking you about like your sodium intake because you were having a lot of muscle cramping going on, like in your legs and stuff. What happened was, is I had tight calves. Okay. And also when I do abs exercises, I get muscle cramps. Like they tighten up and I mentioned it to him and I told him I drink a lot of water. I have a pretty good diet and I do everything right. I (laughs) I stretch, you know. And he's like, have you ever looked at your sodium intake? And I said, no. And he's like, you're just not getting enough sodium. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I started looking it up, and I'm like, I really don't have any sodium in my diet. But who would have thought that you need more sodium? Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. I started researching it when I got home and sure enough, it all makes sense. So, and it all was like connecting the dots. Yeah. So I just started doing it this week, seeing if it's going to work or yeah. not. But Have you noticed any kind of improvement already or is it a little too yet. soon? No, yeah. No. It's too soon. It's just but last like, Friday. I ironically, then you're listening to a podcast yeah. and that gets brought mm-hmm. up and it's funny, right? Like Meg, you were saying, if you didn't get told this, yeah, would you like have... if you hadn't have heard that from yeah. the chiropractor or, or whoever he was, like you probably wouldn't have even like recognized that they were talking about it. No. But... Um, that, what was that fact that you shared with us? Just so people have perspective of like salt, especially like they think that they need to avoid, but yeah. you're talking about steak and potatoes. If you had. Yeah. So like a processed food has a lot of sodium in it, mm-hmm. but if you get a steak and a potato and you add a lot of salt to it, you still won't come close to what, ha- what the processed food has. Yeah. Which so is like, so crazy. Yeah. And I think everyone, a lot of people, I don't want to speak on everyone, but a lot of people have this thought in their head that salt is so bad for you. Don't add salt on your food. Stay away from salt. Or you're always looking at the sodium level yes. on a nutrition label, right? Yeah. Like you're always like, oh, well, if it's high in sodium, I can't have it. Now, obviously, like you were saying, there's good sodium and bad sodium yeah. and a good amount and a yes. bad amount. Yeah. Um, but it's all about balance and diets. Uh, too much of anything is bad. Too little of anything is bad. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot because I do think that's so important to remember. Like we should never, unless obviously there's an allergy tied to something, yeah. but you should never fully remove a food. Mm-hmm. I just don't ever want to do that. I love exactly. food so much exactly. that I was so determined to figure out how I can still eat what I want to eat and transform the way I want and get the progress that I wanted. And it's crazy because I live, I don't eat like whatever I want to eat. Obviously yeah. you have to make smart choices, but I didn't want to cut out bread or pasta or anything like that. Like, like I love eating. Exactly. I love food. And you don't want to feel guilty and beat yourself up for going to McDonald's and getting a Big Mac yeah. once in a while. Like you don't want to be like, I'm a shitty person because I had this Big Mac. I'm never going to the gym again. I just no. ruined it. Kind of. So mentality. right now um, in my life, I'm all about balance. So I go to the gym four times a week, maybe five. Uh, I have a pretty decent diet during the week, but on the weekends it slacks off a little bit. Yep. And I think it's all about balance, right? If you go super strict and you don't have your cheap meals once in a while, you're going to hate your life. Absolutely. It's, it's not going to be fun life. No. You know, why live like that? No, exactly. So, but on the other hand, if like you're severely overweight, unfortunately you're gonna have to go through stuff you don't want to do and that's what I tried helping people with is I don't want them to get to that point where now they're gonna hate their diet now they're gonna hate working out where for me I love my diet and I love working out and I love my cheat meals I love everything about life I love that so much and do you find on Sundays Sunday night going to bed so cute I I love everything about life (laughs) I know I know but do you find or even sorry because you don't go to the gym in the morning usually you go in the evening yes do you have a hard time getting back into that routine? Into what routine? Like, like your weekly routine after after you slack off on the weekend per se. Like do you No. no you're no. like excited to just because get back into it. Your body needs a rest. You Absolutely. Know? So mentally I destroy my body during the week. <laughs> yeah. And then on the weekends I relax and I can feel my muscles pumping, you know. You need your sleep, you need your nutrition and pump all that muscle into it, recover, start over on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Balance is very important. Yeah. Very, very, very but important. But unfortunately, if you get to the point where, you know, a lot of people, like we have family members and yeah. stuff that 
get to the the doctors and then they have to go on a strict diet exactly like if you're told by if you get to a point in your life where you're told by a doctor like you need to get your shit together and get in like get your weight under control or you're going something's going to happen that's when it is like so difficult yeah Mm -hmm. because now you're following what a doctor's telling you yeah you're not not gonna like you're choosing to do it yeah you have to enjoy the process. That's what I always say. Enjoy the process. If you're just wanting the results, you're not going to have fun and you're not going to And gonna you're not going to get it. You're not going to get the it. results, I don't yeah. think. Yeah, you'll give up before you're even close to getting them. Yeah. If you enjoy the process, you lose sight of the finish line. Yes. Because you just want to... Keep going. It's a yeah. lifestyle, baby. We're yeah. in this. I'm in this forever. This yeah. isn't like a, I'm going to get to this point and then I'm good to go. I, I thought that getting into it. Yeah. For sure. But... That, that's my motivation right now is... My parents' generation, not saying my parents, but their generation, the older generation always tells me now, oh, wait till you get to my age, you know, you'll get this gut (laughs) or it'll catch up to you. You know what? They, they always do. And I've never thought about like that actually gets to me. I actually feel like I'm on a timeline. And once I hit like X age, like I'm still, I'm still 26. So I feel like I'm still like young young. and (laughs) (laughs) I'm still 26. So I feel like I'm just like lucky because I got into it early enough where like I was young enough that it'll work for now. But I still kind of think in the back of my head that once I start reach X age, it's going to be hard. It it, Obviously your muscles fatigue and everything you lose muscle mass, but being into it all the time right now, you're going to be laughing when you're 40, 50, 60 years old. I actually can't wait because I saw this mini like sped up video and it was a side side by side of somebody that like them aging and they were into fitness and then somebody that just like lived without movement. And the idea of it was that like healthy people stay young for so long. And it was crazy how young this person continued to look that was into fitness as they grew older compared to the person that doesn't just because like your body is functioning so well and like it's just so healthy and I would that I looked at that and I was like okay that's gonna be me for sure it's gotta be me me. that excites me because it's like I'm definitely gonna be that person remember when I first brought you to the gym Mm -hmm. and you would be in awe of these 70 80 years I still am I'm still in awe of these and for me I was just surrounded by this for 10 years yeah so I didn't know any different yeah that's why I always got mad at people saying oh wait till you get to my age oh I surround myself at the gym with fit 70 year olds true you know Mm -hmm. yeah you're like what do you mean uh, I want to look like that yeah so these people have no excuses. They're there, you know, they're lifting light weight, doing, getting their physical activity. Yes. Like, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. And you are, you become who you surround yourself around. Yeah. You right? know what I mean? Like, that's a big thing too. It's yeah. a huge thing. Yeah. You totally become that. Like, Absolutely. If, I don't know. I've, I've met so many incredible older men at the gym that just inspire me so much. That sounds so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, no. they're, they're old guys that are just adorable and I just love them because I'm like you're here at five in the morning you're retired for sure they both it's two men that I just love they're so cute this one guy um he actually is just in remission from cancer so he was at the gym all the time um and I've been going to the same gym for about over three years I would say now pretty consistently in the morning and I would see him every day and then I didn't see him for a while but I also kind of lost my schedule in the morning for a little bit 
So I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't really notice that he was gone. But then when he came back, I was like, oh my gosh, there he is. And I said hi to him and he we started chatting and I'm like, and he said, yeah, I've been really sick. And I was like, oh no. I'm like, well, I'm so glad you're feeling better. Like I didn't ask. And then eventually he ended up telling me he had cancer. So he had to take some time off. And he was like, the time that I couldn't come to the gym when I had cancer was the worst time of my life. Because coming here in the morning is what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're incredible. You are incredible. The second he got the okay from his doctor that he was allowed to move his body again, he was back at the gym at five in the morning. And I'm just like, you are such an inspiration. This man is so strong. He's so cool. And he's probably in his seventies, somewhere around there. And it's just amazing. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. And that is so cool that like, you're definitely retired. You have the whole day. Exactly. You could be here whenever you want. No, I'll just jump into this. It's literally so whatever, but he goes to the gym at five in the morning. He leaves around six, goes to his daughter's house and cooks her and his, her kids breakfast every every morning. Uh What? A king of a man. I know. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. You're so cute. Holy crap. He's just adorable. Anyways, it's just, it's inspiring. Like you see those people and you're like, yeah, that's, that's going to be me too. Yep. You know? And I can't wait for it. I can't. Yeah. It makes me just so excited for all things, like even getting pregnant because then that's like a whole project all over again. Like I start fresh on like figuring out my body and learning how it works and like transforming it again and... Yeah, that's so... It just makes things like that. Not that it's daunting. It's not daunting, but it is like, as a woman, like your body changes a lot when you have a baby. And it is kind of scary because like women are so concerned with their body and how we look at all times. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just like, movement just makes everything better, truly. (laughs) No, it does. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a mindset thing for me, for sure. And it's funny when you said, Justin, that like you started with nutrition because like I definitely, definitely didn't. Um, Like I started with just moving my body. And then when I would get into deep conversations with you and you would tell me nutrition is what? Seven, what did you say? 80%? Yes, yeah. And I would be like... That's really it, eh? 80%? And I'd be like, huh? What do you mean? (laughs) I've been having problems with the past couple of years with my abs, like cramping up. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you, I barely do apps. Uh-huh. Like probably twice in the past six months wow. I've done apps. Okay. And they cramped up. Is that why you haven't done them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got a six pack. Right. Why? Because I eat pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying that eating is all of it, right? I know. But it's helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, 100%. Because once... I knew this. You told me, you have told me for years, nutrition is number one. Yeah. Then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I don't want to hear it. I'm just going to keep moving Absolutely my body. in the kitchen. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> not doing it. So, and then when I started working with Tori and I started really doing my nutrition, I've never seen more progress. And not only have I not seen more progress, I've never felt stronger. Yeah. And I truly believe it's because I'm fueling my body properly. So I'm able to use that in the gym. I'm utilizing yeah. all my nutrition in the gym. It wasn't even like seeing anything that was a nutrition flip for me. It was that like, I no longer was bloated. I no longer like was gassy all the time. Like when I started working with Tori on my nutrition mm-hmm. and like learning, cause we did nutrition by addition. Like she was teaching, teaching me how to eat more as opposed to like adding things into my meals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would just send her like what I was already eating. I kept a food diary and then she would just help me with tweaking what I'm already eating to be as nutritional as it could be. And I didn't know you could feel like this in your body. Like I just thought that you were always like bloated sometimes during the day and your stomach always kind of hurt a little bit and like you're always gassy. That's just like how it is. But like 
oh my goodness, the things that food can do for your body, like, I just feel good. I feel like everything's running properly. Like, I feel fueled you're properly. Fueling for your my, engine. Yeah. Like, you're literally fueling. But it was like the feeling. Yeah. I was, I couldn't believe that, like, I could feel this good. I like, know. I don't know. I know. It's so true. And energy levels and, like, so much. It changes so much. Mm-hmm. And you can eat so much more when you learn that. That was the funnest part for me because opposite to you guys, before getting into fitness, I was like concerned that I was too big, which wasn't the case ever at all. But um, so learning that I could eat so much more was like, like yeah, because I never thought that I could like, I would, I was always hungry because I thought that you like to be a little girl. Yeah. yeah. You could barely eat anything. And I think that is the majority of people, especially women. Right. Mm -hmm. I think I was just like the odd one out to be honest. But talking about calories before, like you can eat so much more of the right calories. The right calories. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could eat so much like a pack of gummy bears. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't do this very well, but like a pack of (laughs) the things that you could eat good calories, the amount, that you could fit on a plate that would be the same as gummy bears. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I didn't understand it when I started a program. You know, it was like a couple thousand calories. Mm-hmm. And every and you look at the program and you're like, that is a shitload of food. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how are you going to eat all that? But then you go, you see a Big Mac. It's almost a thousand calories. Yeah. Or it is a thousand. I don't even Whatever know. Whatever it is. Probably more yeah. than that, honestly. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, I can have three Big Macs and have the equivalent amount of calories as this program. You know, it mm-hmm. blew my mind. Yeah. Like, how much more food? I'm eating six meals a day, yeah. you know, and it's the same amount of calories as three Big Macs. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's <laughs> not crazy. And one thing that really helped me with Tori, because I struggle with snacking. Like, I could go the whole day with, like, eating well, and then yeah. when we sit down on the couch at the end of the night, like, I just want anything and everything. And she was like, if you're willing to eat celery and carrots, grab that and eat yes. it. If, if you're not willing to eat that, then don't. Like, you're not actually... That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Right? That is a really yeah. good way of so putting it. She's like, it. then you're not actually hungry. If you're not yeah. willing to sit down and eat celery and carrots, then don't grab it, a snack. It's a, it's a mental thing, right? Yeah. You, get, you put is. on a movie, right? You want something to yeah. have mouth yeah. on, right? And it's and, like a habit. It yeah. becomes a habit because you're like, oh, I get a bag of chips when I watch a Netflix show or something. Yeah. And I, I brought this up to my wife a couple weeks ago. Is I never had, like, snacks around in the house at all until I had kids Mm -hmm. and then I'm like what did I eat before Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you have the snacks that you they take to school you know the little gummy bears and whatever and then you just grab them and take a handful or whatever but it was because I had extra meals so it was the more meals filled me up Mm -hmm. and I didn't need the snack at all Mm -hmm. so I just needed a lot more food in me yeah I read another thing last week, actually. It was a little picture meme thing, right? And it said, if you are feeling like you want a snack or you want a Big Mac or something, right? And you know you shouldn't be having it right now, but you're just really wanting it. Give yourself an hour or 20 minutes. Maybe not an hour. Maybe it was like 20 minutes or something. Just sitting there drooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was about, uh, give yourself 20 minutes and you'll just forget about it. Most of the time, you're going to just forget about it. Yeah. And it's like, because you're just so in that moment and everyone thinks like, I need that. I'm just going to get it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's such a mental thing. Such a mental thing and like, just so much goes into it. Like prep, like how you go to work and you have your three boiled eggs. Yeah. All of that, your chicken and everything. Yeah. People end up eating all of these like 
uh, takeout meals because they don't prep. You get hungry and you just yeah. want something now. It, Shout like, out to Vanessa go, who preps yes. all Justin's meals, by the way. Yes. Does she prep everything? <laughs> Not, I, I do the <laughs> chicken. I do, yeah. Justin, yeah. like, I'm sorry. I yeah. had to. I'm like, hold on. She needs yeah. the credit because. <laughs> she does an amazing job. She really the, does. Yeah. On my rice. I was just about uh, to say, the rice was yes. getting big compliments earlier. And <laughs> the, the kids uh, help out too at uh, peeling my hard boiled eggs. Which is amazing because you're involving them in the kitchen too, which is so important. And um, you're such a good example of there's really no excuse when you were saying you eat three hard boiled eggs, Mm -hmm. a banana, and a Nutri-Green bar in 10 minutes. Yes. And then a 15. Yes. What? Chicken? A chicken breast and rice. So like when people say I don't have time or like what's your biggest pet peeve in fitness actually? I don't have time. Is that your biggest pet peeve? So I like there's no excuse really. Like when I first was gonna have my first kid everybody kept saying that's it for the gym that's it no that more that must have drove you nuts you know, it, did. Did it, it was my motivation like, oh did yeah let your freaking soul on fire yes, make it you, did. Yeah. yeah so it just made me more obviously i couldn't go to the gym the same time i went to the gym all the time i used to go right after work right and then i had to figure out my routine it took me a couple months to figure out a routine and i figured it out i put them to bed and off you I, went yeah eight eight thirty at night i'm at the gym what's a uh what's another excuse you hear a lot of that you just literally want to bash your head off a wall <laughs> uh just people complaining mm-hmm. and okay. not doing anything about it okay so like you say com- it so cheerfully i know just people complaining and not doing anything about it yeah <laughs> and he has a big smile <laughs> on his face because yes it's so true like um for years like i've always said i've always tried to encourage you to just make this your your life like make this your side hustle make this something because justin's the reason i'm into fitness the way i am like you're the reason i lift weights in the gym because i was so scared i was such a scared little baby texting you being like i am so close to the free weight side but i can't get over there and you'd be like just freaking do it what's wrong with you like and yeah you you just you're so passionate about it and you're so knowledgeable but you get frustrated when people are like i can't do this or so i've talked to many people that are personal trainers and stuff i did the course and learned a lot from it but it's just convincing other people you you see what they can look like but they don't see it yeah and so it's the most frustrating thing is they just don't want to put in the work Mm -hmm. and that's it you know you're giving them your friggin' heart and soul with advice and they're just like not putting in the work and i'm just doing it with family and friends you know just talking to them so i'm like i there's no way i can do this with strangers (laughs) like you know like yeah good for all the personal trainers out there like doing it definitely but i just couldn't picture myself you know yeah and that's totally totally fine it's just like so now i'm okay with people coming up to me and asking me questions yeah then Mm -hmm. i'm more passionate about it Mm -hmm. but when you get to the point where you're preaching the same thing and you know they're just not going to do it and to the same it just becomes so frustrating and Mm -hmm. yeah it like sucks the life out of you you're like speaking about your passions to people that yeah don't it goes right over their head you're giving them like all this advice and then they're just like Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, they'll say, oh, no, I can't do that. Right. Oh, I got this problem. I can't do that. I'm like, there's just excuse after excuse. When you and, when you met a guy in the gym, who was that with the one leg? Yeah, with one leg. Yeah. Like, so there's so many things out there like that people go through. You know, there's no excuse. Like, there's no, no excuse. And it's not about going to the gym. It's just being physically active in mm-hmm. general. Mm-hmm. Like just, you know, get off 
get off your chair and just walk around, you know? Yeah, it's just like Meg posted about this the other day on her Instagram about finding the movement you love. Like we've talked about this before too. It doesn't have to be the gym. It can be running. It can be swimming. It can be walking. But also like that is such a privilege to have. It is. The ability Mm -hmm. to trial different movements and find the one that you love. We need to It's such a privilege and it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? Ignorant. To choose not to. I'm sorry. That no, does it sound is. very aggressive. I'm, no, I love aggression. and But it's very ignorant to, not, to choose not to move your fully abled body when there are people that would die to go for a walk. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And to say, I can't, I could never. Like, it's just. It's so insulting when. It's when, unfair to the people that. You have fully abled legs. A fully abled. Not everybody, of course, listening, maybe not. But if you do have a fully abled body and you have no health conditions that you're aware of, that is such a privilege. And to let it go to waste by sitting around and not doing anything. Just complaining. Is like not only a waste to yourself, but a waste to somebody that would have made so much use of that body. Like It's so true. It's just frustrating. And it's funny. Just last week, I was supposed to go for my run on Thursday. And Wednesday night, I found myself. So we've had a lot of like smoke and fog in our area because of all the wildfires going on. And Tori, my trainer, messaged me and said, I have to go for my run tomorrow. because She's been on me for my runs because I've been slacking. So she like sent me a little reminder that I need to go for my run. She said, but please don't run outside. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I only run outside. I don't run on a treadmill. Like, that's, I don't do that. Nope. Mm-hmm. And I texted her back. I'm like, what? She's like, no, I don't want you, like, fainting or, like, nothing. Please run on the treadmill tomorrow. And I was like, what do you mean? I've never. Me starting running, never did I ever want to run a tra- on a treadmill. I just wanted to run outside mm-hmm. and, like, look around and whatever. So I found myself complaining to the nines. Like, Justin, you would be so annoyed with me. But I was like... I don't want to run on a treadmill tomorrow. Like now I have to go to the gym to go for a run on a treadmill. I'm saying this out loud in front of my son, Logan. Okay. My six year old. I'm saying this out loud and shame on me. Yes, I realize it now, but he, I'm going off about how much I'm dreading this. I don't want to run on a treadmill, yada, 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 so on and so forth. And he looks at me and he's like, mommy, running on a treadmill sounds like so much fun. I would love to go run on a treadmill. And it hit me in the face I was like okay you're absolutely right this is fun I'm so lucky that I'm able to go to a gym first of all when it's smoky outside I have the like I'm so lucky that I have the opportunity to go to a gym where they have treadmills and I can run Mm -hmm. on a treadmill and I it slapped me right in the face and I had the best run I ran the furthest I've ever run it was the best run to date and it was all because I just needed to switch my mindset. If Logan didn't say that to me, I probably would have ran hardly anything and still complained about it. You know what I mean? Like mindset is just, it's a wild ride. It's a wild, wild, wild ride. And 90% of the time my mindset is pretty good, but like we all have bad days. We all have like, we're all off our game sometimes. But just so happened that my six-year-old slapped me in the face with that one. Mindset is literally everything. Mm. It's everything. It is. And you know that. Yes. Yeah, like you're, Justin's been in that world for a very, very, very long time. Even before I even understood it, he would say like, you become what you preach. You say what you are, you this and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Is there (laughs) anything you do to keep your mindset that way? Or you just like, 
that this is this is how you think now i i just always tried looking at the positive in everything mm-hmm. and we went through a lot of stuff as a kid and we tried looking at the positive and it just wouldn't work and then now i just that's all i do mm-hmm. I, there's nothing i can really say that made me do it the way i do but i don't know do you ever feel yourself um kind of like coming away from that mindset like do you no. have you're always like me and my wife we get into fights because i'm too positive yeah and she wants me to get down to her level. I feel like Luke's like this sometimes yeah. too, yeah. So, like, uh, I recommended her to go see a therapist mm-hmm. because I couldn't, I can't preach negative. Mm-hmm. She wants me to be on her side, and I can't see it like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm all positive, and I just want the best for everybody. Something Luke always says to me when we're having these conversations is that he's being realistic. And that drives me bonkers. Yeah. It's realistic, Meg. Yeah. So, like, Vanessa's mindset is she can't control it. So why, you know, like, her uncle was in the hospital. And I would ask her, what, what, why is he in the hospital? Oh, I don't know. Like, she just doesn't. It's not that she doesn't care, but she can't control it. Mm-hmm. So, like, but in the back of her head, you know, I think it boils up, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, ugh. Yeah. Mindset is a tricky, tricky thing Mm -hmm. to navigate. It really is. It's hard because, like, it's not, oh, the being realistic thing is, like, no, sometimes you just have to see, like, you just have to hope for the good. You do. I I used to be the other way. Yeah. And when I was a teenager, like, when my parents first split up, I was the opposite of what I am now. Mm -hmm. And I think... What my mom realized is when my car got broken into and all they took was change or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, they could have broke my window. Mm -hmm. Oh, they could have slashed my tires. Mm -hmm. And my mom just bawled her eyes out. She's like, Justin, you changed so much. I'm like, well, they could have done all this stuff, right? And it's like you weren't even really phased by it. You were just like. No. Well, I'm happy they just took that change and they didn't, you know, yeah. always could be worse. It yeah. Always, always, always can be worse than what yeah. it is. And everybody's going to have their own different situations, right? Absolutely. So people are going to be well off with money and some people aren't. And you just can't look at other people. You can't compare. Right? You can't you compare. Can't. You have to live Comparison. your own journey. Yeah. Comparison's the thief of joy. It really is. It it all and I, I remember... Here I am again bringing up Andy Frisella, but he said something one time that really slapped me in the face as well. And he said, you know, you can either get in a car accident on your way to work, like a little fender bender, and you're like, fuck this, fuck that. And that's your, setting your tone for the rest of your day. Yeah. Like, you're just so mad. Or you can get in a little fender bender and be like, you're safe, I'm safe, it's just a car, it's all good, and laugh it off. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to continue to have a good day. Yeah, so when I started realizing like uh, positive thinking and visualizing and making your day start with a good start, I started doing little things like uh, getting my clothes out for the next day and having my breakfast out uh, for the next day. With your so vitamins that, and everything. Everything. Yeah. And so that way when I'm half asleep in the morning, I'm not 
trying to fumble over and get the clothes and, you know, do mm-hmm. all these things. I'm setting myself up for success already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you know? this so much. <laughs> this is what we talk about. Like, we try to reframe the way people think about self-discipline to make future you happy. Yes. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like, you're laying your clothes out. You're making your breakfast so that groggy morning you isn't, yes. like, trying to find... You're just going to be like, oh, thanks, me last night. Like, yeah. my clothes are just ready to go. So even on the weekends, I still have to have my oatmeal. You know, I've been having yeah. that. Oh, gosh. I heard you I love like, Quaker's oatmeal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has, has nothing to do Maple with brown fitness sugar, or baby. anything. Nope. But that was when I was like three years old. I've had the same thing. He's literally and, been eating the same breakfast for 32 I'm, years. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, it's just funny. I'm such a routine guy where on a Saturday morning where I'm not going to work and the kids want pancakes, for instance, but my wife will wait till like nine o'clock, you know, I'm like, no, I got to have my breakfast as soon as I wake up. Mm-hmm. So I still sometimes get my oatmeal, you know, have my vitamins and then I'm good. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same as people having coffee in the morning. Totally. They don't want anybody to talk to them in the morning until they get their coffee. I'm the same way with my breakfast. <laughs> Justin's know? like, don't talk to me till I eat my oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> Logan is the same. Yeah. Logan is the same. And let me tell you, there was this huge oatmeal fiasco like a year ago. In Remember? grocery stores. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Pepsi, whatever. Okay, yeah. you can find oatmeal. Justin's texting all of us in the yeah. family. <laughs> Has anyone seen maple and brown sugar oatmeal? <laughs> yeah. I haven't been able to find it in the stores. My mom and I are stocking up on maple and brown sugar oatmeal for him. Oh my gosh, yeah. so funny. But I love that. I love that you set yourself up for success. That's just what you sh- you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, I like going on vacation and stuff. But when I get out of my routine... I do not like it at all. Yeah, Megan, um, I can relate to that. I like come back from a vacation or time off just like so like icky, icky feeling. Yep. Yeah. Because yep. I'm so, not because the trip's over, because I'm so far out of my routine that I will not feel, I don't feel like myself. Like, I know it's so true. I even said to myself, um, when I go on a vacation next, like away, away, I want to stay as close to my normal routine as I possibly mm-hmm. can. Yeah. I want to find a gym, go to the gym. I want to bring my protein. I want to bring my all my stuff. I was going to say, like, <sighs> we always, like, take a vacation from the gym. Why? Like, I yeah, love no, it. Like, I, I should just... Well, well, back in the day, I would get a membership where I can go to anyone in, in Ontario, right? Yeah. And I did that. We went, you know, our friends all went to the gym. So I'd go, you know, Kingston, Ottawa. We would all go to the gym. That's so awesome. Yeah. That is so awesome. And that would then we would come home and drink and party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you know, still got your but, workout in though. But we still did our workouts. <laughs> yeah, know? so good. Oh, so, so I just good. love your mind frame around the gym because I yeah. feel like it is just so. People look at somebody like you that would be without knowing you at all, of yeah. course, that goes to the gym so much that is so um, fo- like focused and honed in on what you're eating and everything, and they would just think that you're like a gym douche like honestly but like you are you have such a good outlook on it like you're going with your friends not because like you guys just want to like hover around an arm machine for an hour because like you're doing this for your because it makes you feel good like Like, we we didn't even talk to each other during those workouts like we would just split off and do your own thing that's so cool that's so cool i love that so much Mm -hmm. yeah your whole outlook on so many things is so important and it's so informative like everyone needs to hear it everyone yeah. needs justin in their lives well, what i wanted to say too is like my fitness is also my therapy mm-hmm. so when i have bad days and where i have good days i always go to the gym and it's 
I, I'm not so much a vocal guy, yeah. but I, I take my bad days out at the gym yeah. and it always helps me. And it's, it's my therapy. It's your release, right? Yeah. Like you're angry, you go. If you're sad, you go. If you're happy, you go. Like that's just what you do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. It's... And not a lot of people understand that part. And that's probably the most frustrating thing is I need it from my mental health yeah. more than what I look like. Absolutely. And nobody will. Like there's a lot of people that tell me, yeah, mm-hmm. right. You know, yeah, right. it's it's not. It's about your looks. But if I had a dad bod, you know, if I had a big. <laughs> gut you know and and I said I I do it for my mental health more people will agree with me right. and it's just They'll be sad. Like, oh yeah okay okay got it's it it's just sad they judge the way I look you know mm-hmm. but again um, it gives you motivation to keep going right because yes. like uh, yeah society's really interesting we were saying earlier too how like it's so normal and everyone gets an applause for like going out on a friday night and getting blackout drunk and like going to the bar and going to bed at three in the morning but then if you choose to stay home and have a nice tea or just drink your water and read a book or whatever and go to bed early so you can get up and go to the gym in the morning people think that's strange yeah and people question you like are you okay and we, we did that like we went through that stage and now, obviously, that we're older, like mm-hmm. me and you are in 30s now. Yeah. But a lot of our friends are now at that stage. But it helped out a lot when I had kids. You know, before kids, you know, you don't have so much of a routine too, right? Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Like, you're almost forced now to have more routine, though, because yeah. you have kids. Yeah. You have to schedule that time of the yeah. gym. You have to. Or you're not going. And I, I was fortunate enough to find fitness at the time I did. Yeah, definitely. And so we went through hard times with all those uh, family deaths. And then, uh, you know, parents splitting up. And I was in a hard place. So yeah. Going to downtown Toronto on a Tuesday night, getting drunk, you know. and See, that's cool to touch on because yeah. you haven't always been this way. No. And You've... I could have easily fell down that path where I could have just drank my life away right done drugs and all that kind of stuff because it was so accessible to us it it is scary alcoholism runs in our family very strongly too and um it's i don't know it was easy for me too i was in a really bad place with alcohol which i've touched on before in previous episodes but that's why i barely drink now too because i've realized how much yeah i don't want that in my life so like i'm not saying i don't drink anymore yeah same and like i don't go out with my friends and tell them I'm not drinking. Mm-hmm. I'll have a couple here and there, yeah. you know, and get drunk once, twice a, a year, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I love enjoying that one cold, ice cold beer once in a while. Yeah. You know? Just makes it that much more enjoyable. A hundred percent. Yeah. But also like when you, for me personally, like feeling as good as you can feel on a day to day, just like moving your body and eating well. And then like, going out and getting drunk and waking up hungover, I'm just like, oh, like, I just feel so terrible. Like, mm-hmm. I know that I can feel so good and, like, the three hours of a fun time just isn't worth feeling as shitty as I'm going to feel for the rest of today. Yeah. When, like, I put so much work into feeling good, you know? Yeah, and, like, and you know that feeling of feeling good. Yeah. When you really know and recognize it, for me, this is, like, my own personal thing, I do beat myself up if I'm hungover. I actually haven't been hungover in a long time and I've made a promise to myself that I will never feel extremely hungover again. I don't want to say ever hungover again because I can get hungover really easily. But I 
like guys, when I used to be hungover, I'm talking, I would sleep in bed and throw up all day. That was what alcohol, that's what alcohol does to me. That's terrible. I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. Like I no, I can't be doing that anymore, but I, yeah, I, I will never do that again. And it's just like, I cherish my body now. Mm -hmm. I cherish what I've done to my body. Yeah. Yeah. And I love my body now. I love myself. I love all of that. So I don't want to penalize it. I don't want to, I don't know. I could get out, go on a tangent about alcohol and stuff, but we're not going to go there today. So are you big on self-love Justin? Yeah. Yeah. You think about that a lot and like you, yeah. Sick. Good. (laughs) It's it's important to hear from it from a guy though, because you hear a lot of women saying that they love themselves and they, yeah, it's a really big female movement right now to like love yourself and confidence and And all that stuff. Yeah. Well, when, uh, I'll go back in the day, uh, my wife and I, when we were younger, we split up for two years. And, but before we split up, I was a young, skinny guy, head down all the time. So, so quiet. So quiet. And then for the two years, we were, weren't apart, and then we got back together. I was a completely different person. And she didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. She didn't like me talking about fitness all the time, like the gym and eating and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know where I was going. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about self-love. Yeah. But, yeah, so I would always talk about how I like like the way I look now and how I like the way I feel. And it comes across for some As, like, arrogant. As cocky and arrogant. And it took her a while to understand it. You know, like, when I got into, I did a competition, and you're constantly flexing in the mirror, and... It's not like, look at how good looking I am, you know, Mm -hmm. like it's how you feel and you're just loving yourself. Yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like men get more of the stigma of like you're cocky and you're arrogant because you're in shape. Yeah. hundred percent. As women get like, good for you a little bit more. Whereas men get like, oh, he's a douchebag for sure. You know? Not, not really. Okay. All right. (laughs) Trust is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, he, he's not afraid to put me uh, in my place at all. <laughs> he's like, yeah, not really. Um. Uh, I'm not speaking for all the guys, yeah. but most guys want to look good for girls. Mm-hmm. You know, get good looking and whatever. But I'm telling you, you will get more good compliments from guys than any girl. Like you get, you go in the change room and you'll talk your ass off in the change room of, and compliment you, and you'll compliment them, and it's just. I love that. Yeah. I never knew wow. that guys yeah. did this. That's so yeah. nice. So yeah. like when I first started in the gym, I was always against people that talked in the gym. You know, they're not working out. You know, mm. and then eventually, after a while, I started to know people there. They come up to me, "Wow, you're looking good." What are you eating? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, what what day is it today? Tricep day, bicep yeah. day, you know, like all Wednesday. That kind of, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like all you're talking about is how good you look or how good they look. And, and this goes back to you become who you surround yourself around, right? Yes, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's funny how you brought that up mm-hmm. and saying how guys are probably different. I'm like, no, actually, like I never get compliments from girls. Like a girl will never be like, wow, you look good because it comes across as like uh, flirting or whatever, right? Right, right. But it's all guys. Like, I love it's that hilarious. so much. But it's frustrating for the guys that want to be good looking for girls because they don't get those compliments from the girls. They're in it for the wrong reason. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's good to have that motivation, right? Mm-hmm. To get them into the gym or whatever. Oh, definitely, right? definitely. Yeah, 100%. But I'm telling you, you get a lot 
when you get results. I'm not mm-hmm. saying yeah. this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not speaking for all the guys out there, but it was when I started getting results. And I, honestly, when I first started going, I, you'd think people are giving you dirty looks and whatever. But I had a guy come up to me and said, "There's plenty of people in here jealous of you." Wow. And I'm like, "Oh, cool!" Like you yeah. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I never looked at it like that. Yeah. And then so you, your confidence starts boosting up the yeah. more you're talking about stuff and and you're not uh cocky but now you're, you're confident more, though yeah now i'm walking with my head high you know and you talking to people more and mm-hmm. i don't know I don't well know. like it definitely like fitness definitely changed you 100 percent because yeah. yeah you were or like if something bothered you you would never say anything and yeah. now you do more yeah. way more so yeah, like yeah. it's it's crazy but it's so cool like back to everybody in the change room like how much mm-hmm. of a community it is yes. yeah. because you really think like you think people are giving you dirty looks but like it's we've talked about before mm-hmm. like they're not wearing their glasses and they yeah. can't so they don't even know they're looking at you like exactly. it's just you think going in there that everyone is going to be judgmental because in so many other areas of your life that's what it's like like oh he's better than i am so i don't like him kind of thing yeah. but in the gym it's not like that it's like man you look great how yeah. are you doing that exactly. it's that just awesome? like so it's good people and everybody's there for the same reason, for the most part, for the same reason. Yep. And they're all supportive of everyone else that's there. And it's just like so cool. Like from 20 year olds to 75 year olds, like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, this is random, but on the topic of people talking at the gym, mm-hmm. the last gym that I went to, which is the same one that actually both of you guys go to the same yeah. gym. Everybody talks at that one. The new one that I go to now, which is a good life. No one talks there. No one. And I kind of like it. I do like it because like I go in and I get my workout done and I'm out like this. And mm. when I was going to LA Fitness, I was there a lot longer because you see people and you're only talking to them for like five to seven minutes, but that's a lot of time oh, in the yeah. morning when you got to make it home before work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just random. I People at Good Life just don't talk just to each other, which I don't mind. Nobody's like rude. Everybody's still like They just do their kind. own thing. They're just, everybody's just there to get their workout in and then they go home well, and it's I've, great. I've noticed that at LA right now, it's, I don't talk to anybody there Mm-mm. and it's because the time I go, they're all young 20-year-old kids. Mm-hmm. I don't relate to them. But they, when you yeah. went to Good Life, you talked to everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. Th- and that was because, you know, was you're a- there at the same time and everybody's most of your age, your mm-hmm. age group, right? And you were all there lifting weights together and stuff. Yeah. Like, you really built a really cool community at at Good Life. Yeah. But then, obviously, like, you, I don't know, you moved on. (laughs) You moved, you had babies, and here we are. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It took me a lot of guts to quit that gym. I was there for over 10 years. Were you so sad? Yeah. But I couldn't travel all that way just to go for an hour workout, right? I know. So you have to go outside your comfort zone sometimes. Like Meg did. Yeah. So I went to three. You switched gyms. Oh, right. I was Sorry, like, guys. I did? She was looking at me being like, I went out of my comfort zone. I was zone. like, I yeah. did? It's a huge. I went to three different gyms in okay, two qu- years. Okay, quick question. Now. What? You say you don't experience gym anxiety. I still, I just can't wrap my head around Wait, it. Wait, yeah. So, so you- when you switched gyms, yeah. were you nervous? Why would I be nervous? What do you mean? <laughs> I literally what? still get nervous before every workout. Why no. would I be nervous, he says? Because. Can I, can I ask you guys why you guys get nervous? 100%. I could go off about it. Okay, go. Go ahead. Because I'm trying to think about why I do get nervous. I get nervous. I, damn. Like, sometimes just, even on a, even if I'm just feeling 
sad one morning or not even sad just like not with it but I'm there and it's all discipline I get a little nervous I get anxious going up the stairs to figure out my workout because I'm like I don't know I still get nervous of people looking at me mm-hmm. I still get nervous of people looking at me so wild not looking at me as in like oh she doesn't know what she's doing I just don't want anyone looking at me <laughs> like I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know what it is it's I don't weird. know what it is that makes me nervous yeah but like, I just get anxious truly every morning walking into the gym until I'm warmed up, until I finish my warm up, my blood's pumping, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling anxious and sweaty and nervous. Wow. Every morning. That's crazy. <laughs> Every morning. Yeah. But it's just like. I'm very similar. But I think that maybe I. Because I feel that same way when I wake up before I start work, too. It's just like. It's a morning thing. I not think even maybe. like the unknown, because like I know how my workout's gonna go, but. I think I might tie how good I feel after my workout to that anxious feeling. It's yeah. like, I know that after I work out, I feel good. And I go home and I'm like awake and I'm alert and I'm ready for the day. So maybe that's why I love working out in the morning so much because I can just boot that feeling away. But yeah, every morning walking in there, I'm like, I don't know. Because I'm not even thinking about people looking at me. Like, I, I don't, don't know, know what it is. Yeah, I don't really know either. And it's funny. I say, oh, I don't want people looking at me. I know 95% of the people that are in that gym in the morning. Yeah. So I really should be like the most comfortable thing in the world. But sometimes I'm just a little bit icky. I just feel like. I'm just a little bit icky. Yeah. I'm like, is the bench going to be available? Am I going to have. Like, That's true. Yeah. It is kind of the fear of the unknown. Like, yeah. am I going to. Is it going to be really hard today? Because especially like, like. How do you. What are you, What is going through your head right I, now? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> because. No. Like for me, I just like have a vision of what I'm going to be doing at the gym. And I just go do it. I put my music on and I just go to town. I don't think about anything. So what if when you go in and the thing you wanted, like the machine isn't you wanted available. isn't available? There is tons and tons of things you can do that muscle group around the gym. You don't have to do that specific machine. And if you want that specific machine, do something else of that muscle group that you're doing and then go back to that machine. Or simply go ask that person. Or how many simply sets, how go many ask sets you that get? person. <laughs> I think in my head, I'm like, Sorry. I have to do it in this order. Like, I have to no, do this exercise right now. Because what happens is, especially with muscle growth, uh, you need to shock the muscle. So <laughs> if you do the same thing all the time, your muscles are going to fatigue, like stay the yeah. same, right? And so if shocking the muscle, going out of your routine, out of your comfort zone, actually helps you grow. Hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Interesting. Yeah, I love trying this to think, so okay, much. What else is it? Okay, yeah, when something isn't... What do you do when you have bad workouts? Do you have bad workouts? Uh, sometimes. Like, what, sometimes does it look, what does a bad workout look like to you? If I'm rushed. Okay. So like uh, near the beginning when I had kids, uh, I was always rushed. Mm-hmm. Now I go when they're in bed. So you I don't, don't feel guilty. I don't really... Yeah, they're in bed and I don't feel guilty being at the gym mm. and I can take my time. You know, if I take my real sweet time then i'm losing my sleep but i don't do that i usually set a time limit and then yep. i'm gone yeah but uh yeah if it is busy or whatever and i need to do things go 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 then yeah it's kind of hard to get in my workout but mm-hmm. do you have days where you're like you don't feel very strong like you never have a workout that's bad because you're like ugh, i feel weak uh no <laughs> no sometimes uh from a muscle group that i did you know a day or two before I'm still a little sore, mm-hmm. but I try splitting my workouts so I don't get to that point. But yeah, if you do uh, 
say triceps and then you a day later you do back you well you do a lot of triceps and back right same with your bench pressing and triceps right mm-hmm. uh, so I try splitting all that up so I'm not sore from the previous muscle group that kind of stuff okay so your 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 not strong quote-unquote workouts are just feeling sore still whereas i think meg and i's not strong workouts as a certain mentally it's mental well, not only for that me. but like truly like scientifically having cycles as women there's I, that's a, exactly there's what i was just gonna week say in the month where you're not as strong yeah and 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 that is i need to figure out specifically when yeah. that week i can't believe i haven't done it yet because it pisses know. me off i thought every, every girl time. knows that no they should no. we should but we, it's, there's yeah. it's a lot to understand yeah. the woman's body i, I don't understand come on here to talk about menstrual no. cycles no. but that week is always so part of my french fucking frustrating because it could be a difference of like uh, this 10 10 more pounds was going up and down easily last week. Yeah. And now, like, it is so frustrating that this is so hard. Yeah. Just don't focus on that negative part. Oh, the yeah. 10 pounds Here's going the... up and down. Okay, yeah. so the, what's the... I mean, there's so much positive well, in it, but what would you think of? So you're talking... I'm not a woman, so I don't really understand what your body goes through. Mm-hmm. But try not using that as an excuse. Oh, I'm going through that cycle right now. I feel fatigue or whatever. And now you're using that as an excuse of not performing well in the gym. I, I don't know. but <laughs> So then you would think about it how? You would just be like, uh, just oh, I understand mo- no, that I'm going motivation. to be? You need extra motivation for that week. Oh, you, God, need, yeah. you need something that drives you more during that week. So maybe like a, a reward at the end of the week. But how do you <laughs> come to terms with being weaker for that week? You just have to accept it. Like, it's just fine. I know this yeah. week is like a, a week week. Jeez. Yeah. Week week. So like you uh, you understand your body, you know it's going through that week. Mm-hmm. Just push yourself more. I don't know what to tell you. Really. <laughs> Just fucking know. do it. Yeah. Just okay. for like yeah the okay, other people Justin. out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, I don't want to like put women down. No, for not, you're not on, at all. You're not at all. I just like them. I do like the reminder of like a mindset switch a little bit. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. everything is that. mindset. Yeah. It is. It's scary. But yeah. That is so interesting that your only bad workouts are when you're rushed. Yeah. Yeah. And Very interesting. I've always hated that. Like when my wife would text me like, when are you home for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. Like when my workout's done. Yeah. And I, I know. I would always get mad about that. But now we're pretty good. Like she doesn't ask me when I'm going to be home anymore. <laughs> yeah. she's, like, <laughs> she's learned her lesson. Yeah. <laughs> But she knows, like... Well, you're probably pretty consistent now. Yes, like, you make yeah. it home yeah. for I'm very, almost the same time. I'm very, very routine. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm home at the same time every day. I do the same thing every day, right? So, but, you were saying you guys have a gym in your basement. Yes. But you still go to the gym. Yeah. So, why? Well, during COVID, obviously, we had to go through all that and uh, buy all our ex- crazy expensive weights and stuff. And I did what I had to do. I had to keep working out. But it was hard just to drink my pre-workout and go in the basement, you mm-hmm. know. I ha- I'm such a routine guy where I would make my pre-workout and go to the gym uh, in my car and have my pre-workout in my car on the way to the Listen gym. to music. Yes. It's just like part of your and routine. Yeah, so I'm very routine-wise with music, too. I have certain songs I put on in my car, and I blare the shit out of it, you know. Yeah. And it gets me in that right mindset. And then when I get to the gym, I put my headphones on before I go into the gym. I put certain songs on then. And then I, that's why I don't get anxiety or anything because I'm it's such a like, narrow ver- vision, right? I got what? introduced to this, like this 
uh, book called The Secret, and it's all about positive thinking. And a lot of it, it's not true all 100% because you got to do the work to get results, yeah. right? It's very much so about manifesting and like how you can manifest everything. Yeah, so one of the examples is a parking spot at this guy's work. And he visualized getting it every day. And you actually picture yourself pulling into that parking spot. And so I'm like, fuck, I'll try it. So sure enough, I started doing it at the gym. I got it. Not every single time, but I say 99% of the time. Wow. And then I do it with other things like uh, the locker in my change room, in the gym change room. I get the same locker all the time. Doesn't matter. Yeah, maybe once a week out of four, I don't get it, but I get it most of the time. It's simple things like that. Yeah. So cool. But you have to like... It's so simple, but it's so exciting when you show up yeah. and that parking spot's available. Yeah. And it's good to have stuff like that, that like, just because like, oh my God, yes, today's one of the days that it's like, it worked, I'm yeah. here. And then that stuff keeps you like going, keeps you and positive. And then you notice like. it happening in other aspects of your life. Exactly. Too. Like greater things, you know? Yeah. So then you use that and put it into fitness and you have to visualize what you want to look like mm -hmm. and you're sculpting your body of the way you want to look. The problem with most people is they don't know what they want to look like. Mm -hmm. They just know they want to lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, whatever. And then that's it. No, you have to have a clear vision of mm -hmm. what you want to look like. Mm -hmm. And you have to feel it. And yeah. You have to act like you already are. Already have it. Mm -hmm. And like for me, the looks wise, you know, going back to oh eight, oh seven, there was a movie Never Back Down that came out and these guys were athletic and fit and it was like a UFC kind of movie and that's the kind of look I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Like not a big jack guy, but like a fit mm -hmm. fitness model look. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what I always pictured when I went into the gym is that look. Mm -hmm. And then I got it. Yeah, the things that like being clear in your vision can do yeah. is crazy especially like you were saying showing up as the person that you want to be yeah i think that's so important because i think that that forces you to like start taking steps to be there yeah if you already are acting like you're that person that you want to be everything's just gonna fall into place yes because you're already acting like it you're yeah. already acting like well if you want to be this fitness model a fitness model goes to the gym five days a week so even yeah. if you don't look like that you're acting like them by showing up five days of yes. the week that's yeah. step one yeah you know, you're putting in the work and that fitness model probably researches a bunch to know what they're eating and stuff like that. So you need to research a bunch. Yeah. Like if this is what you want, you're not just going to wake up one day and have it. You need to act like that to get it. Also, I told Chantel a couple of years ago is is ask the people, yeah, ask so. questions. Like mm -hmm. if you see somebody in the gym that you want to look like, go up to them, ask them what they eat, ask mm -hmm. them what they work out. Because they'd probably love it. Yeah. They would probably love yeah. it. Look at you how excited you get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. So. And when you first told me that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, right. I would never ask someone that. But now it's like 100%, 100% I would. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was told when I first started working out, start taking selfies. Yeah. Because you won't notice your difference. Mm -hmm. No. You won't see your progress. No, you won't. But if you sit there and look back a year from now and see your process, the progress, you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we still, you, I should say. Yeah. Should still be taking pictures. Yeah. 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 Because you don't realize even the little changes, we don't notice them on ourselves. Yeah. There was a situation where I was grabbing weights and putting them back onto the weight rack and, 
and some guy started yelling at me and his phone was there filming and i didn't know oh, i'm yeah, just in my i'm cool. in my zone and i'm just I'm like sorry man you know I'm like, yeah, like, like I'm just trying I, to work out. Yeah, know? I didn't mean to. Like, it's that situation happened to Luke too, right? The yeah. same kind of thing. He walked in front of someone filming or something. Yeah. yeah, he was about to walk in front of somebody filming, and the guy was like, I mean, nobody can see, but he was like waving his hands at him, just stop, stop, stop. And Luke looked at him and walked in front of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, of course, if Luke wanted to be courteous, he could have, like, stayed out of the guy's way. But I do think you have to be under the understanding when you're filming in a public gym. Yes. That there's other people working out. Yeah. And I That's don't what think, I was going to say. It's a public space. Yeah. Thing. It's not your responsibility to look out for a camera yeah. and stay out of the way of them. Especially like if you had 80 pound dumbbells in each hand and his camera's right there and you need to put those back. Like yeah. those aren't easy to walk around with. Like no. you have the right of way in that situation. Mm-hmm. 100%. But uh, yeah, it's such a, it's, it's crappy because I feel like it makes people like me when I want to pull out my phone and like film things that I'm doing it makes other people in the gym look at me like oh fuck here we go like sh- no it's it's not that I didn't even realize until a couple of years ago how much of an impact that actually has with people because for me I didn't look at people's workouts and I didn't benefit from it at all I did mm-hmm. my own thing you know but then I learned from my wife and from Chantel like Chantel started following these people and these workouts and I'm like I didn't know actually people do that you know they look at other girls and see their workout routines and then they follow those routines you know so it's and it's it's really good I think filming yourself is really good for form too like you look back on it you're like oh whoa what am I doing the mirror the mirror mirror. is a perfect thing so like Back in the day, you know, you're looking in the mirror too much. People thought you were too cocky or Mm -hmm. whatever. But it was all about seeing symmetry and, you know, seeing if you're lifting the dumbbell the same height as the other dumbbell, you know. Keeping your form intact Keeping your form good, yeah. All that matters. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. And um, another, like, mirror topic, too, is, like, looking at ourselves in the mirror now. You know what I mean? Like, we're not looking at ourselves in the mirror being like, oh, look at me. Like, I'm so... I look at... Yeah. Like, you're not... It's not out of vanity. No, not at all. It's just like, I can now finally look at myself in the mirror and I'm so, like, happy mm-hmm. with the results I've... And comfortable. Yeah, and comfortable. And I'm like, I want more. I want to keep going. This is great. Like... Yeah. But um, back to the topic of the accounts online, um, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that message us and tell us like how how beneficial it is for somebody they know to see somebody they know doing this Mm -hmm. as opposed to like a celebrity because it feels so out of reach like these people can pay for personal trainers and chefs and all of these people so they find it like so helpful that we're just like average people (laughs) pouring our guts out online pretty much like just not giving a damn yeah and yeah I don't know. I've gotten to a point where I don't give a damn. I'm like, this is what I'm so passionate about. This is how it's helped me so much mentally, especially. It's got to help someone mm-hmm. talking about it. It's Yeah. It's got to. Even if it helps one person. That's all that matters. That's like, matter. honestly. For a lot of skinny guys out there right now, they're pretty intimidated by the bigger guys. But a lot of people that are pretty big, they're taking a lot of steroids right now. Mm-hmm. So right now I have a guy at work that really that was really skinny and his motivation shot down because everybody that was just big, he just thought was on steroids. And I said, man, you got to change your whole mentality 
because if you think like that, you're just not going to improve yourself, right? So it's so true. But this is like we've talked about this briefly in the past, but this is women. I feel like like for me at least, and the people that I know, we don't think about steroids very often, women. Yeah. But this is like a very big. Maybe men don't deal with gym anxiety, but yeah. you guys deal with this whole stigma yeah. of like, I have to be massive. Yeah. So that that would be, I guess, it's not my gym anxiety, but I'd say a lot of yeah. skinny guys that walk into the gym, they feel like they have to pick up the heavier weights than totally. the women. For mm-hmm. Because they feel embarrassed that they're yeah. lifting a, a lighter weight. Yeah. Sorry. So you see... You know, a, a girl walk by you, you know, and pick up a heavier weight than you. You feel, oh, I got to get out of here. You know, mm-hmm. like, like some guys feel like that. Yeah, right? I, I could understand that. Yeah. I could totally and understand that. And a lot that. of girls have stronger legs than yeah. men. And they can squat and, you know, and guys will stay away mm-hmm. because of that reason too, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, that chick next to him is squatting a lot more, <laughs> you know? So I say a lot of guys have that kind of anxiety. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. so true. Um, with the steroids, do you feel like there's a lot of, not for you personally, because I know that you aren't in that realm, but for men, is there like a, a lot of pressure to do it? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I know uh, a guy that hasn't stepped foot in a gym before yeah. and started taking it and going to the gym at the same time. Oh, wow. Is that almost like unheard of? People don't really do that? Well, no, like you need, you can, it's a testosterone. Yeah. You can improve that naturally. Mm-hmm. There's lots of ways of doing it, but, uh, people just think, you know, just get the steroids in right now and get we'll jacked big. as fast as I can. And yeah. There we go through. with the easy fixes. Yeah. Right. But there's so many side effects and stuff. Like I don't want to get too deep, deep into, into it because I don't really know too much about it, but just, it's a really common thing right now. Mm-hmm. Is it? taboo even though it's common like no it's it's more out and open now oh now people are open with social media and stuff with social media for sure and like meg and i were saying earlier too it is also common for women which a lot of people don't realize yeah they don't realize because it's not the kind women take aren't often the ones that make you massive exactly exactly it's a steroid that helps you burn fat so people look at these women on instagram Mm. that are selling their programs for hundreds thousands of dollars to look like this yeah and these women aren't being not always women people people. aren't being honest about how they're looking like that but i can tell you any like fitness women uh into like the bodybuilding stuff and that's what really affects the girls going into the weight section is because they think when they start lifting weights they're gonna look like those yes girls may can touch on this so heavily too like it It's like when, yeah, girls or women, they're afraid to get too muscular or they're afraid to look masculine, I should say. To be very blunt, if you are afraid of being muscular, you're not lifting anywhere close to heavy enough or working anywhere near hard enough to look like that. Exactly. Like, if that's what you're scared of, don't worry. You're not even close because there's no chance you're pushing yourself to failure in the gym if you're worried about being muscular. Exactly. Which, by the way, you, you and I have been like, pushing ourselves to our absolute limit in the gym four to five days a week for me only a year and a half you many years and let me tell you anybody that hasn't seen me I have very much so a sleeper build you would not look at me and think that I go to the gym and like lift weight 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Like from looking at you like right now. Just yeah. sitting. Yeah. Exactly. Like in regular clothes. Exactly. Like we, yeah, exactly. hundred percent. It's, it's. It takes crazy work, crazy amounts of food. Like, oh. And okay. I'll touch on something else too. This is a long episode and I thank everyone for, who is along this if ride with us. Anybody. But, <laughs> yeah. If we have anyone at this point, but I get so insulted when men say to a woman that they don't want them looking muscular or like. I love it. I, oh my God. I, to I me, get, not to anybody else. No, like I, I, I get so annoyed. I'm like, why are you saying that? Like when they say like, oh, you don't want to look too too masculine, right? You don't want to look too muscular. And yeah. it's like, well, what if I do? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what, what if I do? I don't care if you don't like that, but like what if that is what I want? Or like when just people like for instance with Instagram. Yeah. And like people commenting on Well, you're a perfect example. Yeah. Right? Like I Meg, get, if you don't know her, Instagram has blown up and I'm no, it's amazing. It's so fucking cool to 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 watch because she just pours her heart and soul into these captions that are just like mind blowing. Like Meg's not even doing it for like her pro like you have your progress on your own. You know what I mean? Like you show your progress once in a while, which is phenomenal but it's it's your captions that just are just slap you in the face you know and they're amazing but she still gets people that will reach out to her oh yeah and say reach i liked your just, body better before oh yeah or are just comment on the picture oh yeah. my god oh yeah. yeah i've gotten but like truly this is how i knew that i like made it in my self-love journey because i saw these comments people were saying you look better before you look too muscular now too manly now just like random men will find my account and just comment unnecessary things that i didn't ask men for. are saying that? men are saying this wow. yeah it's men that are, it's never women it's no. only men commenting wow. on my photo isn't that not, wild not only men commenting on my photos but only men saying, saying these, these things. things yeah telling me that i don't look feminine anymore oh. i i'm too muscular you look too much like a man pardon me and isn't i knew crazy? i had made it in my self-love journey because i like like that to me made me feel like I made it. I was like, you oh have, my God, you have. I'm muscular yes. now. Like yeah. these people are looking at me and they think that I look muscular. See, don't you love that like, mentality? You, you, you took the negative and you turned it into a positive, right? Oh, oh my God. I thought yeah. it was the best. I know. And, and I'm I was so like, proud of you for like that because funny I, to me. and I'm so proud of you for that because even two years ago, I was going to say a year ago, but no, mm -mm, about a year and a half to two years ago, that would make you crumble. Oh my God. That would have, I would have stopped working out. Exactly. Like, and now you're at a point where you're like, that motivates you. Oh my God. Like, I would have never flexed a bicep I'm, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, you think I'm muscular? Okay, I'm going to keep going. And like... I was like, you don't even know. I'm just start. I'm going to be way bigger. Yeah, like, you, you wait. wait. I'll look so much more like a man soon <laughs> to you if you uh, think I look like one exactly, now. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just crazy. But Society's weird. Again, that is such an insecurity thing. I, I promise you the men yeah. that are commenting on those photos do not go to the gym. <laughs> exactly. There is no way because you would see much stronger women at the gym than me. I've only been doing this for a year. Like, yeah, it's just, it's an, it's an insecurity thing and it's whatever. But anyways, yeah. just so crazy. I don't know how we got on that tangent. Oh, just talking either. about how much work it takes to look very muscular. Yeah. Yeah. How much effort, how much hard work, how much food. That's what the girls don't understand when they first get into the gym. It's like they don't want to go near the weights because they're going to look like those veiny, you know, big yeah. biceps, you know. But I'm like, you know how much testosterone they have to take, how much work they have to go through. Mm -hmm. You know, they're bigger arms than mine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they're, but they don't understand all the hours and all the years and all the food. And it yeah. takes so much time just to get like that. 
so much. Yeah. There's only a certain point that your body can grow to on its own, right? Yeah. It was a long one. It was a good one, but we've been so excited for this. Um, just to even have a guest in general, but let alone Justin on. So we're so thankful for you and we're so happy that you came along with us and thank you for having me you're so freaking it was welcome. the best you can come back anytime and it, it's so funny when <laughs> meg and i started this journey and i said to justin one of like the first weeks i'm like you're gonna be a guest he's like no way i'm not doing that i'm like no but you are and i would say to vanessa his wife i'm like he's coming on and then i would always say to meg it's happening and then one day he was just like all right yeah let's go i'm like we were clear yeah. in our vision <laughs> we were very clear in our vision but Thank you so, so, so much for all your information, being so open and honest with us. And like, we love to keep it real as much as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. So it's nice hearing it from a male perspective and just you're hearing your journey. It's really freaking cool. Yeah. You have a great perspective, a great mindset. The best, honestly, truly just like positivity everywhere. So thank you. Yeah, it was. um, I learned a lot today. I did. (laughs) So next episode episode 12 is going to be our finale for season one yes it's probably going to be a bit of a baby episode just to wrap up everything that we chatted about and then we're going to take a short little break do some brainstorming of what we want to bring to you guys for season two so if please if you have any ideas any input anything you want to want us to touch on don't hesitate to reach out to us on instagram at mind muscle podcast you can even just send a hello We love chatting. And if you want to see Justin again, tell us. (laughs) (laughs) And let us know if you have anything. It takes some convincing to get him here. (laughs) Yeah. If you have anything that you want to touch on that he said too, that any questions or whatever, we will send them his way. Mm, Yes. Because Justin loves talking about this. He does. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're at an hour and 45 minutes and we were just like, okay, we should probably wrap it up. I I can say so much more. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) So we will definitely do a 2.0 version of this for sure. Yeah. And we've been talking for three hours before. This is like five hours, which I loved, by the way. Like I could talk about it forever, but yeah. So yeah. Any questions for Justin, let us know. And I think he'd be very happy to answer them. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, have the best few weeks ahead of you. And we'll talk to you in two weeks.